0: It is a technological world, and Solocore.com is the website that Blaine Kylo posts his stuff on. You can also catch him on the Twitter at Solocore. Blaine, hello. How are you? Welcome back.
1: Thank you. It's nice to be here.
0: Nice. I'm glad. Um, Let's get into this right away so we don't miss out on anything, a part of the plan for the show. Um, Last week, we chatted about your VR goggles. and uh, You said they were quite possibly... Uh, the best ones that you've had experience with, we uh, wanted to talk about playing it with the kids and that experience. We also want to talk a little bit about cost. So what is the update on the PlayStation VR 2s?
1: Well, we're still playing games. Um, there are so many games actually for us to play that we're not able to get through them all because we all have to take turns, of course. And there's only so many days in the weekend and so many hours in the weekend. Um, So we're about three or four games into the library that we've added. Um, The things that we're having lots of fun with right now are the horizon call of the mountain, which is The, the thing with some of these VR games is people are arguing that some of them are glorified tech demos. And when we call things tech demos, it's there's maybe not a whole lot there, but the, The whole purpose of the experience is to demonstrate what is possible with the technology. And that's true for some of the VR experiences because really the technology is nascent yet. Even though VR2 from PlayStation is a superior product to what the first edition was, it's still kind of technology trying to figure its way. Um, And that was a a complaint that people have had about call of the mountain is that it's just a tech demo. But if it's just a tech demo, this is a pretty amazing tech demo for one. It looks amazing. Like we've got 4k video in the VR two goggles, and you really see that resolution in call of the mountain. The mechanics are interesting. So you actually have to move your arms for your character to move in the game you have to, you're using a bow, so you're armed with a bow. And to get an arrow for your bow, you have to actually reach over your shoulder with your hand to get a new bow for the arrow that you're using when you're in combat. There's a lot of climbing in the game because that's a part of the the, the horizon experience is you're climbing mountains and things like that. And you, when you climb in, the, in Call of the Mountain, you actually have to move your arms up and down like you're reaching for holds and grabbing holds as you're climbing up mountainsides. It is a very compelling experience. It looks amazing. It absolutely captures a feel for what the world is really like. And so... That's one we're spending a lot of time with. Do
0: you, do you have to like hold on to things to do that? You ha- like So you have you've got,
1: you've got controllers. And so you reach up with your hand and then you push a button and that closes the hand in the VR world. And hmm. so when you're climbing, you're reaching up with your right hand, pushing a button to close the hand, and then you're reaching up with your left hand and dropping your right hand and closing the hand with the button on your left. And so there really is a rhythm to this. And hmm. And, and because you feel like you're there, because you're immersed in this with these goggles, it really feels like you're climbing up a wall. Um, the other thing that we've been playing is a game that was actually created in BC by Cloudhead Games called Pistol Whip. And this is an arcade style shooter. So you're not moving yourself, you're it's on rails. So your character is moving through the environment without you having to do anything. What you do in Pistol Whip is you've got two pistols in your hands and you have to shoot the enemies that are coming out from the environment at you. You have to shoot the enemies, not shoot the people, the innocent bystanders. You have to dodge the bullets that are being fired at. You You have to dodge obstacles in the environment. This is a workout when you're dodging and and moving your arms around like that, because to reload, you have to throw your hands down and then back up again. This is the the thing that my 12 year old son is having the most fun with. And he works up a sweat in a short time playing pistol whip. It's amazing. Gran Turismo seven. If you ever wanted to know what it was like to drive a race car, you put these heads, this PSVR 2 headset on, you play Gran Turismo 7. If you have a racing wheel, it's even more like the real experience. We don't have one of those, but wow, it looks like you're behind the wheel of a race car when you're playing Gran Turismo 7 on VR. And because of this technology that they've got here, this eye tracking feature, it tracks your eyes the the system tracks your eyes. And so it gives you the best resolution and the most visual fidelity where you're looking, which means it can, the system can dial back on the resolution where you're not looking and preserve some horsepower by doing that. And so some really interesting ways that they're making this work. Now, one thing we didn't talk about last week is the price of PSVR two, because we were so excited to talk about the system. It's $730. I'm sorry, oh. the PlayStation 5 is $730. Um, PSVR 2 is um, essentially another $800. Oh, so this Is more than the console? It's $750 for the the system itself. If you want to get the bundle that includes Call of the Mountain, it's $820. So it's essentially buying two consoles at the same right. time. So it's not cheap. It's not going to be for everybody. But if there is disposable income around and you're looking for new experiences, PSVR 2 is very compelling.
0: Okay. Uh, It's Blaine Kylo here, solocore.com. I'm Shane Hewitt. Also on your list is Lightfall um, and Destiny 2.
1: We had a snow day in North Vancouver on Tuesday, and the 12-year-old couldn't have been more excited because yesterday was the day that the latest expansion for Destiny 2 was released, and that's Lightfall. Now, Destiny's been around for a while. Destiny 2's been around for more than five years. And since then, Bungie has continuously kept this game as fresh as the day it was released with expansions, the introduction of new multiplayer experiences, and they've done it again with Lightfall. I've barely scratched this in part because I couldn't get on the system because the 12 year old was playing all day yesterday. But what I'm liking here is how Bungie has created an entirely new world for us to explore in Neo Muna, which is a futuristic city on Neptune. Now there's an incredible lore that Bungie has developed. That's part of destiny. And I can't even scratch the surface of it with you here tonight, but They are leveraging the story and the narrative that they've developed over the past seven years with this new expansion. We've got new weapons, we've got new big bads and a really interesting environment to explore. But one of the best things that they've done is Bungie has given us loadouts you play destiny in multiple different ways. You play multiplayer experiences and there are various different types of multiplayer games you can play. You can also play where you're playing against the environment. It's called PVE and the weapons and the ammo and the armor that you use for each of those experiences is going to be different. And it was always a pain to have to re equip your character when you're removing from one experience to another loadouts means you don't have to. You can set a loadout for a particular experience. And with the click of a button, change the loadout that your character is equipped with. So it makes it much easier to be able to move from one experience to another. I can't wait to spend more time with Lightfall. It is the place that I want to be right now. Cool.
0: All right. Now, giving away things is always fun themed boxes are always fun you see that people are always you know sort of clamoring at i gotta buy the star wars video game console thing with the free poster
1: um there's some more of this going on well yeah this isn't something you buy this is something you can only win. And there's only one of them in Canada. This is a partnership between Disney and Xbox Canada celebrating Mandalorian season three. What they've put together is you get two consoles. If you win this prize, you get an Xbox series X and an Xbox series S. And these two consoles are painted so that one looks like it's the Mandalorian looking down on The other one, which is Grogu, the little Yoda creature looking up. So they're painted to accompany each other. You also get a Grogu colored controller and this adorable little hoodie for the controller that makes it look like the controller is Grogu. It's adorable. You've got until March 12th to enter this contest. There's only one of these prize packs being given out in Canada. And uh, I put my name in because I would like to have it
0: seems like something you shouldn't be telling us, so nobody else goes and puts their name in. Increase your odds. Come on.
1: Yeah, but I've got to be fair. Share the wealth.
0: All right. uh, Blaine Kylo here on the shift. If you want to try to win stuff, there you go, and let's get into the tech.
1: A new addition to the features on Samsung's Galaxy Watch 5. This is something that's other wearables, um, like the... Apple Watch already have, but something new to the Galaxy Watch 5, which comes in two models, the base model and the pro model. They've got a new feature now that can uh, allow people who menstruate to track their cycles. And it uses body temperature to do this using the Watch 5's bioactive sensor. And by measuring body temperature and comparing it to the temperature in other days in the month, um, people can track their cycles now with the Samsung Health app on Watch five.
0: All right. Cool. There you go. Um, making health easier. Right? I, um, I've been, I've gone back to using a sleep app now. For example, I don't wear a watch when I sleep by any means, but um, little things like that make a big difference in your life. The stuff's getting kind of cool. Now the uh, evil overlord, Elon Musk has um, given us his best mu- uh, 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 with his plan.
1: Well it was uh investor day down in Austin, Texas. This is something that they do every year. So Tesla is essentially Tesla's investor day. And at investor day, Elon today or yesterday unveiled the third phase of his master plan. It's an interesting idea. The whole idea is to try and um, move the world over to sustainable and renewable power. And in his keynote today, he said that by 2050, we should be able to be fully sustainable. And he rolled out a plan, pretty high-level plan, to do that by getting the electricity grid on renewable power. And he thinks that part of the solution there is um, really building out the solar arrays and, more importantly, building out storage because electricity storage is really the thing that's preventing us. We can create lots of electricity from the solar, but we've got no place to store it. So... If you can't use it, you can't really do anything with it. Once we solve the storage problem, um, a lot of the electrical issues are gonna fade away. So this is what he's talking about. Um, He didn't announce any new vehicles in the new uh, investor day in the new master plan. Um, Really this was about how can we become sustainable. If you look at the video of the presentation This guy looks tired, like he's been battling with Tesla for a few months now, and he is not the same energetic guy that he was at Investor Day last year. It's quite interesting to see the effect that um, the bed that he has made has had on him lately. Um, But some interesting ideas, and and I think that depending on which physicists and mathematicians you talk to, he might be completely off the rails with some of his predictions, or he might be right on line and i guess only time will tell all
0: right there you go there's the news that electricity storage that's going to be the game changer right when they can actually create a manageable usable storage for electricity that's that's the that's the big one because
1: we don't it's- have that It's the thing thing that one of his things is the the wall, right? The solar wall or the, I can't remember what it, the power wall it's called. And that was part of his thing. It's like, well, we're going to give you a roof that's all solar and we're going to sell you the power wall that can store that. And you're going to be able to plug your Tesla in and your Tesla then can be a backup to your house and all of that stuff. It's kind of not coming together quite the way he wanted in part because his solar roof business hasn't taken off at all. But the power wall that he came up with was his idea of how consumers could do that kind of storage at home.
0: It is interesting. We're starting to see the cars put the power back to the grid, which is something we've talked about many times here on the shift. That will be yeah, a big one definitely. as well when all these cars are making electricity. So very cool stuff. Solocore.com, Solocore on the Twitter, Blaine Kylo. It's a technological world. Thank you, sir.
1: Thanks, Shane. I'll I'll be playing Destiny until I talk to you next <laughs> sounds good
0: <laughs> you would be in the same hoodie with your eyes all tired and baggy and and just giving her just it. giving her
1: worth it